Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening. My name is Ryan Miner, and I'm here tonight to discuss a movement that is unwinding in Washington County with a group of some really great students. And we're going to talk about tonight the hashtag, the Why Bispa Matters movement. And we're going to go into the genesis of how this began where the discussion is now, what happened during the board meeting this past Tuesday evening, and we're going to talk about downtown Hagerstown, we're going to talk about the academic hub, and we're going to talk about some of the students that are involved with the Why Bispa Matters movement, and I would like to to lay out piece by piece how this transpired. And look, as a a former candidate for the Board of Education, um, you know, I have have a different perspective than many people may have on this from from the inside out, you you could say, looking from from this project that I supported last year when I ran uh, to now, and we're talking about the academic hub. But, you know, I think it's important that that we lay out the politics and we try to understand it. And it's important that we talk to to people and understand that the people who are elected to the Board of Education make real tangible decisions that because of whom, who, who is elected to that board, they're going to influence these education decisions in Washington County. So we, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the politics and didn't lay it all out and break it down so you have a better understanding of exactly what this actually means and what it could mean in the future. If you would like to be part of the show, to come on, to discuss the movement, to dis- discuss some positive solutions, to go, to come on and dis- – if you're a student at BISFI, I invite you on. And look, this is an online radio show, so no pressure. But the number to call in is area code 646-716-5971. You call in, it's just like a regular radio show. I'll patch you in, and we'll have a discussion on the Why Bispa Matters movement. So I, I want to break down kind of how this began. And I'll start with I started <laughs> I, I saw this this hashtag, I saw this movement transpiring a few days ago through social media, through Twitter, uh, and a little bit through Facebook. And Students have started a Why Bispa Matters in response to what c- my perception is in response to what a board member, a comment that was made regarding the safety of downtown. So let's go back to the November 3rd meeting, the, the, the November 3rd Washington County Board of Education meeting. And the superintendent, Dr. Clayton Wilcox has suspended a project called the Academic Hub in downtown Hagerstown. And he he brought it before the board, and the board vote, voted 7-0 to zero to suspend the project because of a lack of community support for the Academic Hub. There was multiple groups that spoke out against the hub, including three of the board members, 
Mrs. Harshman, Karen Harshman, Melissa Williams, and Mike Gasford. So you had Mike Gasford, Karen Harshman, and Melissa Williams who opposed this academic hub. Let me repeat that. Mike Gasford, Melissa Williams, and Karen Harshman opposed the academic hub. And they have. This has been a this has been on the docket for well over a year. This has been an ongoing discussion. And only until recently you had community groups like the Tea Party, the Hagerstown Tea Party, led by anti-liberty Neil Parrott, who is the most ineffective state delegate in the history of Washington County, hands down. Uh, he's, you, you know, you elect someone like Neil Parrott to public office, and he's going to go to Annapolis and essentially do nothing for you and claim under the banter of um, of fiscal responsibility that he is protecting you. No, Neil Parrott wants a Senate seat that currently is being currently occupied by Andy Serafini. And we'll get to that. We'll get to the politics because, look, I don't know much about a whole lot of things, but I do know about politics. And I do know how to break this down. And I believe that I have the discernment to understand what is happening in Washington County and why it's happening and break down the politics of why these movements are unfolding the way that they are. So you have the Tea Party led by Neil Parrott and and a few other people who say that the academic hub is too expensive, $15.5 million, which is just flat-out false. Let me say that again. They're saying that this is a fiscally irresponsible project, and it's a myth. And I'm going to go out and say – I'm going to go out on a limb and say a lie because it's nothing but propaganda. The Tea Party led by Neil Parrott are promulgating a lie, and I think you should know that. And I don't want to descend into political attacks, but I'm giving you my perspective, and I apologize if anybody is offended by these attacks, these pers- these political um, uh, prognostications. But nonetheless, I think it's important for you to understand who you need to reach out to if you're trying to make a difference. And BISFA students, let me say this. BISFA students, parents, community leaders, your message is being heard loud and clear. You are changing hearts and you are changing minds. Your message is being heard loud and clear. And what you did the other night on Tuesday evening was absolutely amazing. I was awestruck. I sat back and, and and watched so many young people come forward. I don't know if I could have done that when I was in high school. And they collectively, with poise, with grace, with humility, with dignity, with pointed reserve, defended their school and talked about the many positive aspects of the Barbara Ingram School for the Arts. And it just blew me away. I mean, I I got up and talked about what had happened regarding Mrs. Harshman's safety comment, and we'll get to that in a second. But I just got to say, I mean, I'm so proud of you guys. If you're listening, I'm so proud of you guys. You guys were remarkable. To do that as high school students, 
it, it highlighted the absolute very best of Washington County. And each of you should be proud of yourselves for getting up in front of the Board of Education, making a speech. Public, public speaking is nerve-wracking. Trust me, I've, I've been there. And even to this day, every time I go up to speak, I, I'm nervous, I'm shaking, and um, it's, it's definitely nerve-wracking. And especially when you have hundreds of people show up in the community to talk about BISPA, and, there's, and that room was packed that night, and I mentioned that, and you, you folks, you responded by clapping, but it was so important that you were there. So let's go back to the academic hub. The county commissioners do not support. A majority of the county commissioners have not supported this. The only two that have been even remotely close to supporting are uh, you have... Leroy Myers and John Barr, but then you have Jeff Klein, Terry Baker, who's running for Congress and will not support this because it's political, and you have Woody Spong, who's never going to be confirmed by the state Senate, and Mr. Spong, for whatever reason, is leading the charge against the academic hub, pushing illogical arguments. He's an angry, bitter person, and that's fine. But you need to know who your commissioners are and what their motivations are and what it means for your school system. And I'm sorry I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but ladies and gentlemen of the BISFA movement, if you are listening to this, Mr. Spong is going to push back against this and the academic hub as hard as he can, and he's going to work with Neil Parent. He's going to work with Neil Becker, who I think that, you know, a little bit of reason could he he could be pragmatic. He he could show some pragmatism soon. I hold out that faith for him. But you're going to have to convince a politically motivated board of county commissioners to support the project, the academic hub. And let me say this, BISFA is in no is is not in jeopardy of being dissolved. Please don't think that. I can understand how negative comments add to the perception that somehow this will be taken away. That is not true. The school board will never is not going to dissolve your 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 fantastic school. So I just want you guys to know that. And I don't want you if you hear that out in the community Please don't believe that. BISFA is not going away. It's not going away. So let's talk about the academic hub. And let's talk about it within the context of Barber Ingram School for the Arts. So as you know, the Barber Ingram School for the Arts, it opened its doors in 2009. The school has been a massive success. And it's grown to full capacity now with 300 full-time students. And can you imagine that it has a waiting list? People want... People are on a list in order to get in. Now, the school uses and utilizes the University of Maryland College building and other area buildings to house the academic classes. And so from the very beginning, there was a plan to seek out a permanent home for the academic classes. And the academic hub, which was proposed by the superintendent, the administration, and supported originally by a majority of the board, in which they still do. 
So if you were listening to this, you have four, you have seven board members in total, all elected to the Washington County Board of Education. The four members who support the project are Wayne Ridenauer, Jackie Fisher, the vice president of the board, Dr. Justin Hardings, and the president of the board, Donna Brightman. Hands down, unequivocally, they have supported this vision from day one. And the three who I mentioned earlier who have taken a, a harsh stance against the BISFA project, not only BISFA, as Mrs. Harshman's comments reflected during the November 3rd meeting, but if you watch, if you go back and watch some of the YouTube clips, you'll see that Mrs. Harshman seems to be the leader of opposing this project, as well as Mrs. Williams, who was up for re-election in 2016. So it's it's so important that you choose wisely. So the academic hub, the school system proposed a plan to build a boutique-style academic hub in the in the space between the Maryland Theater and the Barbara Ingham School for the Arts. So if you're standing in on South Potomac Street and you're looking at the Barbara Ingham School for the Arts, you turn your head to the left, you'll see the space where that would have been utilized. And the space would not only open the door for high school students to take professional programs like let's say, cosmetology, computer graphics, animation, uh, culinary arts. Um, who knows? Who knows what could have been utilized for that space? A number of programs, HVAC, and I hate using the word the trades because I think that's an unfair misnomer, but you, you, technical programs, maybe some STEM programs, and I'm just guesstimating now. But that space would have also supported students at the Barberingham School for the Arts. So... You have this boutique style school, and I don't. <laughs> boutique sounds so esoteric, <laughs> and I want to make sure that it, it basically the rest of the modern world are moving towards a smaller learning communities. And so, what the academic hub would have done is, and it's not totally off the table. They hit the pause button. The board of education hit the pause button on this project. And so we're just going to wait out and see what happens and see how the community reacts. And by the visceral reaction by many members of the community, including BISPA students and several community supporters, including the mayor, they have come out and supported this project. So it's up to you folks now to do the – I want to say do the grassroots, the campaign. That's what you're going to have to do. If you are listening to this, students, parents – you are going to have to you're going to have to engage in a campaign where you go out and start the email chains, start writing those letters to the editor, start showing up to every single board meeting and and making those comments during the public comments portion of the board of education meeting, meeting one-on-one -on -one with your elected officials, calling up Karen Harshman and let's hope she doesn't hang up on you. And asking for those meetings to get your point across. And this is going to be up to the entire community, but I encourage you, lead the charge. It is in your hands. And you know, the Board of County Commissioners are so polit so politically motivated that if they see the political wind shifting towards the support for the academic hub, 
then <laughs> essentially you would be become a lobbyist and challenge them and show them all the prospects of what this could mean for the community. And so the hub would complement the opportunities for Barbara Ingram School for the Arts and allow a, a, at least 150 students or more to attend these programs in specialized classes, classes and internships downtown. And so this is how the future of education is unwinding and unspooling in a 21st century education model. So currently at BISVA, there's 280 students there's 280 students who attend only arts classes at, their, at the school building. And, of course, due to the space limitations, the academic classes are held at the other downtown locations like the University of System of Maryland in Hagerstown. So if these plans come to fruition, the principal, Rob Havermill, um, he said that the school would be able to hold classes there instead. They're going to require wet labs. And they need these wet labs, the, the science labs, for the adjoining rooms for English, math, and some of the other academic clubs or academic classes. And the hub is good, would cost about $15.5 million for construction and renovations. Currently, the Board of Education has reserved $4 million for the project. And what, the, what Dr. Wilcox is hoping is that they're going to, there would be a county-city partnership. And so they've went and talked to the mayor and the city council of Hagerstown to contribute $1.5 million, and they, they would ask the county commissioners to contribute $4 million to the hub. And he said that, you know, and the rest of it would be probably financed through an alternative finance method. And that would be also worked out, and Andrew Serafini, your state senator in Maryland, and I'm sorry, in Washington County, was working on several different variations and formulas. Andy's a finance guy in his professional trade, a very smart, diligent, pragmatic guy. And it's funny because Andy Serafini has really went out on a political limb and has done a lot of the legwork for this. And I think that if anybody who was in your corner, if anybody who is in the corner for the academic hub, if anybody who has expressed serious reason and has looked at this through all prisms and all lenses and said, okay, we can, this is what we can do. There's anybody who's put forward a tangible solution and who has not only used his political skills, but his, his longevity in the community to get something done, it's Andy Serafini, and you guys should be knocking on his door, calling him up, and talking and talking to him. But you know who's been an absolute total disaster on this project is Neil Parrott, and it's a shame. It is a shame on so many accounts that because Neil Parrott wants a Senate seat, he's going to oppose Andy Serafini at every opportunity that he has, and if he if he says that he won't call him out. He'll deny it. He, he'll say this is not about politics. But ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this show, I'm telling you right now, Neil Parrott, who is an obstructionist, who is anti-liberty, who is a total disaster down in Annapolis, who is not respected by hardly any of his colleagues, 
who's a nice guy on the surface, who's a nice guy, he's a family man, and I don't, I would never attack him personally, but his service as a state delegate has been, let's just say, lacking. And if Neil Parrott is listening and wants to call in and say otherwise, the phone number is 646-716-5971. The people that are making your decisions, that are opposing these projects, like Neil Parrott, like Woody Spong, that's who you need to convince. That's who you need to get your message out to. And that's just the reality of how politics work. And I'm going to tell you how it is straight up because this project must go forward. So you're asking, how can you help? Well, you're going to need a concerted effort. You're going to need to showcase the talents. You're going to need to put BISFA on full display before the community, of which you have been doing. The BISFA students and parents and supporters and the foundation have been doing since day one. Rob Havermill. <laughs> Let me tell you about Rob Havermill, the principal. I graduated at Williamsport High School back in 2003. I'm an old man. I just turned 30. And Mr. Havermill has been a legend in music education in Washington County for so many years. I've actually I've known Mr. Havermill. I still call him Mr. Havermill because I still see him as a teacher. And I'll always, you know, it's just I can't break that habit. But Mr. Havermill is seriously one of the most talented educators in Washington County. I knew him since I was in probably middle school when he was first e, when he was over at E. Russell Hicks and then he went on to do great things and now he's the principal at BISFA and there's no better person to be leading the vision for BISFA than Rob Havermill, who's a truly talented person, who has musical talent emanating from every part of his body who is just an absolutely wonderful person and a dedicated steward for Washington County. You, you, don't, you don't get it better than Rob Havermill. And I say that because I know him personally. I know him from his work as, a, you know, as an educator when I was in school, and I'm just so proud of him. And I, he was there the other night, and I mentioned him. And when I mentioned his name, I saw the, the reaction. It was huge. So how can we get involved? How can we help? So what do you need to do? Well, you need to take a risk. You need to write some letters. You need to go out, maybe wave some signs on the square. And you need to articulate the reasons for the academic club, for BISFA, that you're not an exclusive club, that you're not taking away from the other arts and music programs and other high schools, which that argument has seemed to be floating around, which is patently false. This is a merit-based school. This is how education in the modern world is shifting to small learning communities. BISMA is enabling arts students, music students, drama students to get involved that trains them in their talents, that is enabling them to do great things because it's what they, it's where they want to be. That's their specialty. And that's, that's how the world works. We go to specialized training programs because we want to get better at our craft. 
And Bisma is that opportunity. I've been to the drama, to the shows that Bisma has, that have produced. I remember, I'll tell you a personal anecdote. And, uh, and I'll tell you a story that sort of changed my life. When Bisma was first opened, I didn't know too much about it. I mean, of course, I, I knew a little bit about it, but I, I didn't recognize the talent until I saw it on full display. So back in 2011, I believe, the wonderfully talented Ruth Reidenauer and her, her crew of these amazing, fantastic drama students, they did Phantom of the Opera, which is one of my favorite Broadway shows. And so I took my, I wanted to go see the production and it was great. So I asked my grandmother and at that time in 2011 she would have been 79 or 80 and she was in the beginning stages of Alzheimer's, dementia. And uh it was hard it's hard, and if anybody, if you know about, and as families have uh, endured this awful disease, Alzheimer's, it affects every family differently. And ours, it's it's a tough situation. And and you know, my grandmother is, it's it's not easy sometimes to leave the house, and it's just, it's uncomfortable. And there's a lot of confusion, but nonetheless, um, in March of 2011 or April, I believe it was either March or April, I can't remember the exact dates, you'll have to forgive me, but I took my grandmother, who was in her late 70s or early 80s, I just can't remember, um, I took her to see Phantom of the Opera. Now, it was it was hard to get her to go, but she was born and raised in downtown Hagerstown. She met my grandfather in the late 40s in the square of Hagerstown, it was safe then and still safe now to this day. But I took my grandmother to this Bisfa production. And I just remember sitting next to her. And I hadn't seen her as happy as she was in years. I looked at her and she had this smile on her face the whole time. And it was a moment where it was just my grandmother and I and we bonded. Because of the that short recess and... Her life, that moment where she sat in the Maryland Theater and watched incredible talent on the stage. That's what BISFA students have given back to me. To cultivate a moment with my grandmother who's ailing, who will likely succumb to this terrible disease. That's my anecdote. That short recess for three or four hours where she sat and watched and continued to whisper in my ear, these kids are just wonderful. Why did she said, "Well, why didn't you do this stuff in high school?" And I said, "Well, me mom, I, I'm a band student, you know, and I have to say at Williamsport High School, we I was very active in band." And I remember Ruth Ridenour, she is dynamite. I mean, here is a person who gives her life to her work. And she is just I, I don't know how she has the energy to do it. Ruth Ridenour is so wonderful and brilliant. And she was at Williamsport High School for a number of years, and I remember her rehearsals and as band students, our rooms were adjacent to one another. They actually connected. So you guys have so much talent. 
So much talent in Bisbah. And like I said, I, I, I'm sure there's hundreds and thousands of stories about, about how Bisbah has changed your life, but that's my story. And I think back to high school, and I see these tweets rolling in from the hashtag, Why Bisbah Matters, and I think to myself, if only Bisbah was around when I was in high school, because I was a band student. I love music. I was the drum major for two years at Williamsport High School. And my life in high school was dedicated to music. I was never much of an athlete, and that's okay. <laughs> I knew where my strengths lie, and you know, you, you cultivate what you know. But, you know, Williamsport had a fantastic music program. Um under the direction of, uh, I had Betty Sue Kitchen for three years and Ray Cheney for a year, and we did some really great things with jazz band, with music, and uh, but I think back, you know, I, I my life story is a little bit different than others, but I went to music school for a year at Duquesne University. I, I spent a year at the music school, the Mary Papard School of Music, which is a uh, just a top-notch, one of the best in the country. And I, I was a saxophonist and still play every once in a while. I, should, I haven't pulled it out in a while, but I want to get back into it. I'm just between grad school and everything else and family work and, you know, you just you lose you lose track. But I, I wish that – so I spent a year in the music school at Duquesne. And I just – I think, man, what if I – you know, I was, I was okay. I was, you know, a decent – musician, but what if I had a bisva? What if I had a bisva to cultivate those talents? What if I had that smaller learning community to really focus in on some technical aspects? So, you know, I, I, wish, it, I wish it were around when I was in high school because I would have auditioned and hopefully I would have gotten in but I think it would have really changed my life, and maybe it changed my entire education perspective. So we need schools like BISFA. We need small – my personal opinion is that we need smaller learning communities in Washington County. And for some reason, I, I, there's – it's like Washington County feels like it's always a – it's always a few years behind the rest. And – I'm an education progressive. Believe that we need. I need. I believe that we need a progressive mindset that we're not stuck back in the '70s when we look at how the education model was shifting. And I think that mindset also reflects, at least for for the Washington County Board of Education members. And so, smaller learning communities will serve the students of Washington County. Smaller, more compelling, cost-effective learning spaces that will engage students while providing ongoing operational benefits. The approach will offer students a unique learning ability that will immediately prepare them for a career or college or uh, a trade school. And look, it's not, it may not be for everyone, but these small learning communities are the wave of the future. And there's a passion for BISFA. My goodness, that room the other night, that raucous applause for those 
those guys and girls that walked up to that microphone and stood before their board of education, these are the future world leaders, folks. <laughs> you talk about talent. I mean, and, and look, this is not to discount the other fantastic high schools in Washington County. But the reason why the BISPA students were there is because it seemed like one board member was in doubt of the essence of the school and what it means, what it means for the community as a whole. And we'll get to that. So why is the downtown hub good for students? Well, because education should never be an assembly line cookie cutter delivery. Students should never consume education a product because that's what Washington County Public Schools it's what it is delivering as a product. And it gives students it tailors their learning experience to each and every Washington County Public School student. You have a talent for music, you have a talent for the arts. You want to go to a tech, technical high school, you want to prepare for a career. Washington County Public Schools is going to do that. These are the schools of the future. You know, and then you have you think about college and career readiness, an apprenticeship program. How many businesses are located in downtown Hagerstown? A lot, right? This is a way of reaching students that I, I mean, it's like a no-brainer. And moreover, it's financially the right decision. Alternative financing, creative scheduling. More efficient uses of space. You know, BISFA was built for 150 students without ever using capital improvement dollars. Think about that. BISFA was built for 150 students without using capital improvement dollars. And you have groups and organizations out in the community, like the Tea Party, whose sole objective – and look, this is coming from a libertarian Republican – conservative guy this is me you know i'm <laughs> there's no bones about that i have a a partisan edge to me <laughs> yeah there's no secret here but this is coming from a tea party who haven't utilized the facts who are who just say no 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 and no and it's like what the hell are you doing and the tea, you have to drown out these people's voices if you want to make a difference. And that's what you did the other night. That's what the students and parents and community leaders stood up and said to Neil Parrott, to the people who follow him, to that vocal minority. You said, here are the facts. Now listen to us. It's time to stop. It's time to stop making up your own facts to fit your political agenda. And that's what you need to tell Neil Parrott. Delegate Parrott, Mr. Spong, County Commissioners, Mr. Baker, Mrs. Harshman, Mr. Gesford, Mrs. Williams, sometimes Mr. Neil Becker. Stop making up your own facts to fit your political agenda and do what is best for Washington County Public Schools. Have a vision. Take, take a risk. And not only that, 
You have the financials in front of you that show you that you're not going to spend one more dime of the taxpayer's dollar. You're not going to raise taxes for this project, and it's certainly not going to break the bank. And this whole idea that Washington County, the commission, some of the commissioners are so afraid in this environment of politics, this Tea Party style thinking that we can't spend any money. No, 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 no. Pay go. Pay as you go. Folks, I am one of the most fiscally resp- – I advocate for, for fiscally responsible free market economics. But there has to come to a time – there has to come to a moment where you say, until you have the facts to make a decision that's going to affect positively the community like the academic hub – And if you put out this garbage that it's fiscally irresponsible, the Board of Education is spending too much money, they're asking for too much, on and on and on with these complete non sequiturs, with these logical fallacies, these non-fact-based conversations that are being pushed out in the community with people that have no facts, then this is what you're going to be stuck with in Washington County. And there's people out there elected officials that are desperately trying to shut me up, and I'm not. They could try, but but this isn't – let me let me be clear. This isn't about me. I'm just one voice, and I have a big mouth, but sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to take a risk. You have to stand up and say, stop telling – start telling the truth about the finances. Stop putting politics before students in Washington County and do your job. That's what you have to say to Neil Parrott. Stop angling for the Senate seat that you want to take away from Andy Serafini. Stop putting forward this Tea Party crap that has no that has no intellectual root to it. I can understand if you're making a valid argument. This is what you have to stand up and say, business students and parents and community leaders. You have to, and you're doing it one by one. And I know I'm focusing on the politics, but this is the reality of what is occurring. The people in elected positions in these political jobs are making the decisions that will have direct effect over you. And some people say, oh, Ryan, you're being negative. You're not presenting the positive light. And I had a few negative tweets where people have said to me, you know, don't drag the BISFA students into this because they presented their their positions with grace and respect. And that's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. But I'm giving you the reality of what is happening at the county level so you know what you're up against. You know who's opposing you. And you know the people that you need to reach. And that's just the way it is. And you guys are doing it. I mean, this social media movement is huge. It's huge. It's unfathomably awesome. So what did this – I mean how did this thing come about, this, this why BISA matters? How did it come about? Well, I can, I can give you a little bit of the background. So during the November 3rd meeting, 
Karen Harshman, who's a Board of Education member, was reelected, was talking about the academic hub and her vote to suspend it. And she was going on and on about all the negatives of the hub. And she said, well, I wouldn't send my child downtown. Uh, you know, when I was a child, because she was born in, I think, 1946. She grew up in Hag- Hagerstown. She said she used to walk from the center of downtown to Garlinger Avenue with no fear. No fear, Okay. And now she wouldn't walk from one block to the next at night, and she certainly wouldn't send her child. She has two adult children who are, I think one is nearly 30, but (laughs) I digress, into downtown Hagerstown. And I want to note incidentally that I invited the Board of Education members to join the show tonight, and I know they're busy. I invited all of them, including specifically Mrs. Harshman, Mr. Gasford and Mrs. Williams, the three who opposed this project, to come on to the show. And as you can see, they're not here. It's fine. It's no big deal. But Mrs. Harshman made these comments. And her comments were were like, what? What do you, you know, (laughs) what? I'm sorry, what? You wouldn't walk from one block to the next in downtown Hagerstown because you think that Bisfa is unsafe? And that says a lot. It, it actually opens up a different, several different points. Number one, you're basically saying that parents who live downtown shouldn't live downtown because it's unsafe. Folks, we know that Hagerstown has bits and pieces, like every major city in this country, have areas that are inherently unsafe. And I'm sorry, I don't want to mean to use the word inherently because that would mean by its nature itself, but that are unsafe. Criminals fighting criminals. There are areas in Hagerstown that are, that yes, that have issues with crime. That yes, you would be skeptical to walk on the block at night. But without a doubt, the Hagerstown Police Department the mayor and the city council, various others, other groups and organizations in the community are working to stop this negative perception and most importantly stop the crime. And the Hagerstown Police Department are doing a fantastic job. And the students in BISPA and I – the students at BISPA have police escorts when they change classes. They have auxiliary police. And if you go down to downtown Hagerstown at the square, you will see this when they change class. Go go down about 11.30, sit at, have a cup of coffee at that public square cafe that's right on the corner of uh, West Washington and South Potomac. Fantastic. Go down, enjoy the small businesses in downtown and watch the BISPA students. I was there on Tuesday. I saw it. I saw Rob Habermill come out of BISPA, walk the students across the street on South Potomac Street to the Bridge of Life School. And I asked, I said, have you guys ever experienced any incident where the students were accosted, confronted, somehow attacked, 
And he said no. And so Karen Harshman makes this comment. I don't know where she gets it from. It's a perception, and it's her. It's fine. If she has that perception, you can't take it away from her. And I don't even blame her for that perception. But would you think to have a conversation with the mayor of Hagerstown? And look, when the mayor heard this, these comments, rightfully so, Mayor Geisberts, who I don't always agree with, but who's a really fantastic guy, who's done a a lot of good things in his tenure, and you know we're we're on different sides of the political aisle. We've had disagreements, but Mayor Geisbert is truly has truly has the best interest of Hagerstown, as does Bob Rucci, as does many of the the other former mayors, as does all five of the Hagerstown City Council members, as does the Washington County Public Schools, and that's why Mrs. Harshman's comments were received so poorly because they're basically saying Washington County Public Schools not thinking put students in danger for their safety in downtown Hagerstown when the public when the students are clearly not in any sort of danger that they have the they have police presence just as the same as South Hagerstown High School Williamsport High School North Hagerstown High School, or for that matter, the high schools throughout the county, middle schools, have school resource officers. But her comments just showed an it, it, it showed ignorance. And so, you know, the mayor reaches out to Mrs. Harshman, calls her up, tries to have a conversation, and what does she do? She hangs up on him. I mean, come on, come on. Hanging up on the mayor of Hagerstown, here's a guy who wants to have a conversation and say, look, let's talk. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about, let's talk about these issues. <laughs> that's, what of our, that's what we expect from our elected officials is to sort out these issues maturely, responsibly, with diligence. And because she didn't want to hear that opinion – she hung up the phone. And I don't, you know, I, 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 you just have to think, what is going on that she would hang up the phone on the mayor of Hagerstown and refuse to entertain a discussion? I mean, have these members, has Mrs. Harshman ever sat down with the mayor of Hagerstown or the superintendent of schools? Dr. Clayton Wilcox, or the chief of acting chief of police, and laid out her concerns legitimately. And I think that that would be the right thing to do for a school board member. If you have these concerns and if you believe that students are in danger downtown, then wouldn't you think the first, the first responsible method of addressing those concerns would be to, one, meet with the parents of BISFA, meet with the students, meet with the principal, Rob Havermill, have a discussion with the chief of police to learn about how they are protecting the students, the methods they have in place in which to secure, any of the operational procedures should you know they need to evacuate the school, these logistical reasons, and to sit down and talk with the mayor and the city council and say, okay, here are my concerns. Help me understand what's happening. You know, I have this perception that downtown Hagerstown is unsafe. 
And what's really interesting about this whole episode is that Karen Harshman and Melissa Williams and Mike Gasford, Mike Gasford used to own the Always Ron's restaurant. Longtime Hagerstown place, good food, right across the street from the Hagerstown Police Department. Incidentally, the old train station in Hagerstown. And you have – they used to go to Always Ron's when Mike Gasford was one of the co-owners or uh, – you know, I don't – some of his businesses – well, I won't go there. But they used to go downtown during the campaign last year to meet and eat, socialize, whatnot. And it's located within – on Burhans Boulevard, South Burhans. Yet she had no fear going there. So why make this argument that's not rooted within any fact and say what she said? I mean, she's saying basically that downtown Hagerstown, if you're a parent and you live in downtown Hagerstown and you send your kids to any of the schools in Hagerstown, in the city of Hagerstown, then, you know, it's unsafe. And that's unfair. And if she really truly believes that, then what is she doing about it? What is she doing to help the situation? And I don't think that hanging up on the mayor is a good thing. And look, when I went downtown on Sunday evening, night of my birthday, just turned 30, and I did this video where I did some commentary, and I over-exaggerated everything for a point. And people – I put it on Facebook, and I, and I, made, some, I made some jokes about people coming out and beating me and you know, muggings and how awful it was, the people jumping out of windows and alleyways and being attacked. And it was satire, and it was supposed to be funny. That's my humor. <laughs> That's just how I am. And some people took major issue with it and said, no, I don't understand downtown Hagerstown. How could I say this? I'm discounting the crime that does take place. And what they fail to understand is that I was being snarky. Yes, I recognize that crime exists in downtown Hagerstown, for God's sakes. It's one of the major cities in the state of Maryland. Yes, I would never discount or uh, passively dismiss people's fears of walking in downtown but the fact that a school board member made that comment without any sort of facts, without seeing it firsthand how the students are protected, that's why I made the video. And so I went before the school board on Tuesday evening with the rest of the – with many, many other community members and those fantastic students. And I stood and I sat down and I made my speech, and Mrs. Harshman stopped me in the middle of my speech, called a point of order for whatever reason. I didn't even understand it, and what did she do? Like hanging up on the mayor, she walked out. And it wasn't just on me. I mean, and she despises my very existence because I challenge her to think outside of the box and use facts to make value-based decisions. But she got up like a petulant child and walked out. And why? For what reason? I'm not going to attack her when I'm sitting up there before the board. No, I was showing them pictures of how the BISPA students are safe, how they are being protected, how the Hagerstown City Police is working with Washington County Public Schools. And for whatever reason, Mrs. Harshman got up and walked out, 
And she said, I'm taking a trip. Well, I hope she took a trip to downtown that very next day to see exactly what I was saying in my speech and to listen to those students, to hear them, truly hear them, and to ask for a meeting with the principal and the students to talk about her concerns. And I just I think it's really unfair that she made an argument like she did and lumped and put a safety argument to, to imply that downtown Hagerstown, that the students are in danger. And that's where we come to the why BISFA matters. That's why the students, you know, when these negative perceptions are coming out, then that's why these students are taking an uprising and showing that, look, no, we are safe. And we want to tell you about our school. So I'm reading some of these some of the tweets that are coming in why BISFA matters because we are a family I don't think I could say the same about other public schools we need a school like BISFA because it makes people feel comfortable to be themselves where everyone is a happy family because of the because the friends I've made are irreplaceable why BISFA matters just be <laughs> someone wrote just because we don't have a football team doesn't mean we aren't important Kyle Jacobus who's a senior a fantastic guy wrote, because BISFA and the people in it have saved my life. I wouldn't be here without the support I have found here. Why BISFA matters? Because you don't need a large staff of teachers to teach big things. Wow. Why BISFA matters? I learned what no textbook could teach me. That is the feeling of joy, of joy that every day I can go to a place where I belong. Why BISFA matters? It, give, it gives teens the chance to pursue their creative future. Why BISFA matters? Because children deserve to be encouraged to have a passion. Why BISFA matters? Everyone deserves to feel as, a, as at a home we do at school. Let's see. I have, there's so many more. Why BISFA matters? Because, three, because for three years they were the best family I could have ever asked for. Because Miss, Ms. McNew and Doc were there for me when no one else was. Because I'm... Because even though I majored in physics and working in a research lab, I still use the ideas the BISFA community taught me. Why BISFA matters? Because it's one of the few place, places that artists aren't stepped on and pushed around. Why BISFA matters? Because, I am not a, because even though I'm not a student at the school, the students and faculty have forever changed my life. Why BISFA matters? The students at BISFA are a family. They are accepted, nourished, and encouraged to grow. BISFA has made me a more passionate, compassionate, intelligent, and hardworking person I ever thought was possible. Why BISFA matters. I'm finally not generalized as a band geek, and people value the talent I have to offer. And I feel, I feel that. I was always labeled a band geek. But you know what? That's who I was. It's who I am. I, I love music, and I wanted to cultivate that. Why BISFA matters. We love and support each other and have an accepting environment free of bullying and ridicule that we don't seek elsewhere. Mrs. Harshman, are you reading these tweets? Do you understand these, the passion? This isn't about politics. This is about the future of education. Why BISFA matters. Students experience higher morale because they choose to go there. They're doing what they love all day, every day. And there's so many more tweets. There's, 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 you, you just have to check it out if you're on Twitter. And I only have a few minutes left. And I want to use these minutes to say 
keep doing what you're doing, kids. Or I should say, sorry, young men and women, because you're really not that much younger than I am. Stand up. Pursue this. You guys, Washington County Public School students, BISFA, the high school students, the tech high school students, you are the future leaders of this world. And you deserve an education product that is delivered to tailored to your needs. And that is exactly what this school system is doing. And I couldn't be more proud of the people who came on Tuesday night and stood up and talked about their school and the way that they did. And this is not a slam against the board members because ultimately you want them to understand your perspective. So I encourage you, students, parents, members of the community that are listening, reach out to all of the Board of Education members and ask to sit down and discuss with them your perspective and keep highlighting BISFA in a positive light. I'm not afraid to be the boogeyman and take on the political establishment in Washington County because, look, they hate me. They despise me. Look, and I lost an election. And I didn't lose by a little. I actually, you know, I got defeated soundly, and I, I accept that. But I went out and talked about a vision and something that I believed in. And, you know, there was, I lost the election for a number of reasons. But, you know, I, I, this is Washington County and Hagerstown. I was born and raised there. It's my home. I care about it. I love, I love it. I love Washington County. I love the city of Hagerstown. And I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of the students. And I'm proud of the efforts. And I would say this to you. Do not ever give up your passions. Stand up. Speak up. Speak with conviction. With grace. With humility. But carry your big stick. Walk tall. Walk strong, be strong, be of stout mind and body. And tell the students and gather your students and keep doing what you're doing. Reach out to your county commissioners and continue to bring these conversations to light in a positive way. Without a doubt, I have your back. I will do whatever I can. This show is open to you at any time to come on and have a, a policy discussion, to talk about the hub, to talk about... Uh, your your events, and for any Washington County public school students. So let's change the perception of downtown. Let's work with our community leaders and our elected officials. Let's meet with them and have productive conversations. So with that, I want to thank you for the last hour. Get involved. Stay tuned. Thank you. God bless. Have a great evening. <laughs>